What's up, listeners, and welcome to episode number 100 of The Rookie Show. We'll start the show with a coin toss, which ranges from Zeus to the Bill of Rights. Then, in honor of the 100th episode, Coin and I will partake in a centuries draft. Lastly, The Bookie Show picks, and of course, Stumptown. Let's do it. That, boys and girls, is the sound of a couple beers being cracked. And this is the sound of your very favorite podcast, The Rookie Show. Your the Show's. Welcome, everybody, back to The Rookie Show. I am one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Joining me, as per usual, Mr. 503 himself. He's just been awarded a role in Expendables 4. A mm-hmm. uh, what up, coin? Ask not for whom the bell knolls. It knolls for you. A uh, what up? No. Coin, you are uh, looking... Like a, like I don't know a, a Xander type right now with your beanie on. A Xander? Yeah, Xander. That's what we used to call Nate's um, alter ego who smoked pot all the time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I uh, it's cold as shit. My house. Our heat went out like last Wednesday or something like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I sent you guys a, a picture the other day. It was down to fifty-eight degrees in the morning. It's pretty brisk. I had to shave my head, so I was like standing there in my underwear in my on my cement floor, just shivering my ass off and shaving my head. It was great. The sad scene. Um, yeah, it was a pretty sad scene, actually. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. Other yeah, than that, okay. how are you, Coin? Hey, I'm doing great, man. Uh, good weekend overall, you know, just kind of, oh, I guess I was getting into that pretty quickly. But, you know, the uh, another another heartbreaking Falcons loss. Mm. What, what else is new? Yeah. Um, but yeah. overall, I, enjoyable I felt football. I a little Sunday. pain after having bet on them, so that was a sad one. That's on you. It, was, it is on me. Uh, I certainly won't do that again. All right. Let's uh, coin. What are you drinking this evening? No, I don't know if you noticed, but I am drinking a large bottle this evening. Look at the size uh, of this wow. bad boy head for reference. It is yeah. large. And mm-hmm. what is it called? Uh, fitting. Or, oh, this that's a- is the gigantic, yes. gigantic brewing company, Smack Dab Hazy IPA. Huh. Um, what is, let's see. Says it's just a 16.9 fluid ouncer. Looks like it's more. Yeah, you, it's just like weird to see a pint bottle. So it probably mm. is. I don't think they lied okay. to me. Yeah, no, you're right. They didn't lie to me. Um, yeah, no, it's just a, it's a nice clean bottle. I got the, the nice amber color, of course. And then the the label just kind of has a bunch of like cartoon characters drawn on it, which yeah. I quite like actually. It kind of looks like uh uh, Sylvester Stallone? No, not Stallone. No. Sylvester, the, Sylvester cat. the cat. Yep. I'm got, yeah, I got look, look a lot Harry like Sliles on my mind. Kind of, kind of Sylvester the cat mixed with um, all dogs go to heaven kind of vibes. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, and it's kind of got a weird like dog tongue going on the on the cat. Yeah, yeah, it does. How's the and taste? then some uh, oh. some little funky minor man here. Um, mm-hmm. The taste is. quite lovely i gotta mm. say this is a good beer good i'm enjoying good. myself fantastic where is gigantic brewing did you say did i believe say? gigantic brewing is a portland brewery okay fair enough smack dab here in the city 
Okay. What are you drinking, Noel? What do you got? Coin, I've got for you a 16 ounce as well. Not 16.9, uh-huh. so you got me beat. This is from Spiteful Brewing, which is Ooh. in Chicago, Illinois. It is called the Working for the Weekend Double IPA. You've got a, a little man for every day of the week, and he starts out as like this weird melted out hollow guy, and then he gradually turns into like a normal guy by Friday. Mm. Um, kind of got kinda, Owen Wilson vibes going on. Yeah, very much like an Owen Wilson type guy. So maybe he's saying, mm-hmm. wow, right there. Wow. Wow. Um, the weekend, wow. It, it catches your eye. It's interesting. I don't mind the name. It's just kind of weird. It is nice that uh, it's not the label. It is a nicely done can. Yeah, it does look like a nice can. But uh, I don't know. It's not my favorite. It's just kind of odd. I, I picked it. Because no, I like I like that you went with a just kind of out there can. And then I also very much enjoy the name. It kind of looks like a cartoon strip in a way. Right. Yeah. You get the different days of the week. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's maybe if they were in boxes, but. That, that, first, you... that first face is pretty haunting. The jack-o'-lantern kind of thing going on. Yeah. I don't know why you uh, would would anti-melt. I don't know how you melt backwards in time. You mm-hmm. un- unmelt. He's unmelting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how to it's do science. that either. It's, it's science. Yeah, it's science. Something with science for sure. Time machine maybe. How about uh, beers that you had over the past week? Had a few beers uh, over the last week, Noel. Let's see. On Friday... Uh, we went to, I think I talked about it the last time we went to, it's the, the, the night market here. They like, it's this warehouse kind of thing. And so this one's the Christmas one, okay. a lot of cool vendors there, you know, picked out a couple trinkety kiss, Christmas gifts oh, for the fam. Trinkety gifts. Yep. Um, some food outside. What do I, Oh, I had, they had, um, a hot dog food cart. So I went there. It was amazing. And I got this Louisiana hot link. It's like a foot long covered with like hot mustard, grilled onions, Quite lovely, gotta say. Sounds fire. And but there, I did have mostly mixed drinks, and then we went to a bar afterwards, and I was switching off and on between liquor and beer, of course. Oh, that's fantastic. And then uh, Saturday, kind of played it pretty slow to get the day going, and then um, ranted up and hit some hit a couple bars around here. There was live music at this one bar called Goodfoot. Pretty cool. With a bunch of Nikki's friends and coworkers, and then um, went out and did some karaoke. Need to Nikki and I need to find a new for or a song besides Fergalicious. That's just I mean it's always a hit. It's just once you were getting too good almost. Do you think you karaoke more often than a, a high percentage of the, the American population? Or I would I have to say so. Yeah, right. I feel like you've karaoke several times in the past six weeks. Yeah. Definitely. How often do you karaoke? Would you say? At this point, it's like I mean if you the number of once a month at me that would be reasonable okay it's a pretty good amount of times yeah. yeah sadly i've not karaoke enough but i've probably only karaoke like once a year maybe honestly yeah sir karaoke probably, bars are not a huge normal. thing in chicago yeah i would um, say karaoke once there probably are i don't but i don't know i just i also am just a huge bitch and i don't go out late that's fair i get drunk i start drinking if we're drinking after work, like on a Friday, we're drinking at three. So I'm in bed by 1030. That's nice. That does sound nice. Then you can kind of get your Saturday started. I would say that. So there's probably a decent split of people who just never do karaoke or you always are going to karaoke. You know? Yeah. Right. And sadly, yeah. right below that, always going to karaoke. Right? Yeah. I'm right below never 
or right above yeah. never, I guess. <laughs> so we're nearly opposite sides of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Okay, anything else? No, it's about it. Okay. What do you got for me, Noel? Um, as you mentioned last week, it was my birthday on Wednesday. Um, Katie's been a little bit under the weather. She's going to take me out for dinner on Wednesday. Ended up staying in and having pizza. It is funny because I was on the kind of keto diet for a few weeks. And then last week it really came to a head of, um, my coworkers bought me pizza for lunch and then Katie bought me pizza for dinner. And then Thursday night we had pasta for dinner. And then Friday night, Katie took me out for pasta for dinner. So just carbs. I would just learn that. But uh, the Thursday night was our project team celebration of like reaching a big milestone. So I actually planned this private event at this really nice old Italian restaurant in Chicago. It was like over a hundred bucks person. There was like 25 of us. And uh, we started drinking again, started drinking at about three. I think we were out till about midnight. Um, And I got absolutely shithoused. They were we had a good upstairs room and they were just bringing us drinks and the service was really bad at first because they had to go all the way downstairs to get drinks from the bar and bring them all the way back up. Mm-hmm. So we fit, well, I was started drinking gin and tonics, but they just were going by too fast. So we figured out if we were getting the same wine, they would just bring the bottle of wine and a couple of us could share a bottle. So they'd be bringing bottles of wine. I'd also be uh, drinking gin and tonic on the, in the other mm-hmm. hand. Mm-hmm. Um, we had beers before we had beers after the guy was making us do shots at like 11 o'clock after I was already basically blacked out. So it was Friday was horrible. Like it was maybe the most <laughs> hungover I've ever been, especially having to be at work. And oh, uh, no. I left work at like one. I just couldn't take it. So you're like, I have to leave. And you, well, and you, you go to work either. early, right? Yeah. I did get it to work by like quarter to seven. So, Oh God. See, that's the, I talked to her, I think, on here before, too. I'm good for probably one every four or five months where I'll kind of drink during the week and then it gets out of hand. And then all of a sudden I accidentally sleep through my alarm and I wake up at like 1030 on a Thursday. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. That would be me. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, it, well, and one of my coworkers showed up pretty late, but no, my alarm went off at 540 and I had gotten home at midnight. So it was not ideal. But I came mm-hmm. home, took the two-hour nap, and then Katie took me out to dinner. Felt good. Ah, lovely. So that's about it. Weekend didn't really drink much. I had a couple of beers to celebrate the uh, Washington football team fourth straight victory. So, right it. Let's go, X skins. Let's go, Fed X skins. Okay, uh, a treat for the listeners. Uh-huh. Something that was supposed to be every other week. We're doing it two in a row. We've got weeks thirteen and fourteen of. The coin toss. Um, all right, coin. Uh, it is time for me to toss. It's you and you, coin toss to me. Coin toss. The toss back and forth. Is coin idea. is toss. toss. Correct. Yeah. So 13, you are first. Go ahead. Perfection. Let me go ahead and toss it right to you, Noel. Great. Thanks, coin. I'm going to start it off hot because you know I love my mythology. Zeus, big guy, may have yes. heard of him, mm-hmm. was the 13th and the most powerful god. Zeus was quite the ladies man or even sometimes the ladies cow or other animal that guy would do pretty much anything to spread that seed around it's nearly impossible to find a chronological list but I can find an alphabetical one of his children and the 13th child down alphabetically is Dionysus the guide of wine and ecstasy fitting for this podcast I would say and also for the segment because in 2013 Percy Jackson and the Sea of Monsters premiered where Dionysus was played by none other than the great Stanley Tucci. 
Lincoln, you might miss it, but Tucci had an incredibly important role in the Marvel Universe, where he plays Dr. Abraham Erskine. He's the one who actually decides that Steve Rogers is the one that will get the experimental procedure to make him a super soldier, not due to his physical gifts, but because of his nature, which will be formative throughout the next 10 years of Marvel movies. Mm. Two years after this movie, in 2013, Elizabeth Olsen is brought into the Marvel Universe as Wanda Maximoff as they begin filming for Captain America, The Winter Soldier. You may have heard of her sisters, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, born on June 13th, 1986. Oh my gosh, I don't think I knew that. To be Michelle Tanner in Full House. The other names, uh, the cast that, uh, the other names cast that year include John Stamos, Bob Saget, Candace Cameron, and my guy, Dave Coulier, as Joey Gladstone. Coulier is no one-hit star, though, as 13 years after being tapped for Full House, Coulier landed the role of Whit Griffin in the Disney Channel original movie, The 13th Year. <laughs> the 13th Year? I'm trying to remember what that's about. What is the 13th year? That's the kid, the, the kid who's like a swimming <clears throat> phenom and he becomes a mermaid. Mm, yes, that sounds like quite the, a perfect Disney Channel plot. Yep. <clears throat> uh, side note, that the main character... Cody Griffin. The actor's name is Chez Starbuck. <laughs> no way. Real name. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, one question. You said something about um, Zeus being a lady's cow. What does that mean? Um, so in Greek mythology, often like Zeus would come down from Olympus and try to bang mortal women. And there's stories of him like pretending to be cows or other animals to like oh, seduce women. I see. Yeah. I see. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Because that also makes sense. Like if you can't seduce a woman, pretend you're a cow and then. Right. Oh, or oh, it's, you know, it's like fairies and all this other stuff. Very strange, man. Great job, Coin. Way to tie Thank in you. a decom. One of our of first, course. one of our first podcasts ever was ranking decoms or drafting yep. decoms. So yep, yep, yep. fantastic job. Um, I would not have known Joey from Full House's name as an actor. Oh, Dave Coulier? Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier. Oh, I thought you would. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let me well, uh, toss it over to you, Noel. Okay, coin, toss it to me. Okay. Week 14. In January of 1918, President Woodrow Wilson delivered one of the most famous speeches in U.S. history known as the 14 points speech, which I mm-hmm. definitely heard of before today. Of course, right in which he outlined his vision for a stable, long-lasting peace following World War I. Mm-hmm. Essentially, Woodrow Wilson was opting for us to like forgive the bad guys and basically say, like, all right, war's over. Germany, you guys are cool. So obviously there was a lot of people that didn't agree with that. They, we thought, or not Germany. Was Germany part of the bad guys World War I? Yes. Whoever the bad guys were. Yeah. It's irrelevant at this point. One year later, so in January of 1919, the 18th Amendment was ratified, which prohibited the manufacturing and sale of alcohol. Banning alcohol was, of course, complete bullshit. Thank God we didn't host the Rookie Show pod in 1919. Mm-hmm. According to PasteMagazine.com's definitive ranking of all 27 constitutional amendments, prohibition ranks dead last because it sucks. One of one of the best amendments ever, however, was, of course, the 14th Amendment, shout 14, which gave citizenship to former slaves and established due process. It is ranked fifth on 
uh, pastemagazine.com's list. So it definitely has a case for the top spot. But Noel, you ask, which amendment is ranked number 14? And I'm glad you asked that coin. The 26th amendment, which dropped the voting age to 18, is ranked number 14 because the government realized that 18-year-olds can do cool shit too. You know who else can do cool shit? 14-year-olds. The youngest male gold medalist in an individual event is none other than Kusuo Kitamura, who won mm-hmm. the 1500 meter freestyle swimming uh, freestyle swimming event, I guess I meant to write, in 1932 at 14 years, 309 days old. <clears throat> Kitamura represented his home country of Japan, which also happens to be the setting of the 2006 film The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Now, here's where it gets good. Tokyo Drift was released on June 16th, 2006. According to a website I just looked at, when a movie is released, it typically shows its first screenings between 10 a.m. and noon. So let's assume Tokyo Drift came out at 10 a.m. on June 16th, 2006. 14 years, 14 months, 14 weeks, 14 days, and 14 hours later. Coin and Noel recorded this podcast because that's today. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, holy shit. Noel. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about that math for a second right there. 14 years, 14 months, 14 weeks, 14 days, and 14 hours. Puts us at midnight on December 7th, 2021. Whew, whew. Felt good. It was meant to be. That was, uh, I mean, almost inarguably the best one yet i mean it just all fell into my lap I had to get you got tokyo we got a fast and furious reference the one without <laughs> vin diesel yeah <laughs> mark sinclair <laughs> my old mark uh, is creeping up on people most mentioned in this podcast oh, adam wow. sandler shaking in his boots Sandler's been had a hiatus. We should probably do a Sandler. Uh, yeah, we probably should. Or character rankings. <laughs> is uh, who is it? Your buddy is it George that Danny called us out? Yeah. Or was it Danny? Danny. Okay. Does mm-hmm. he still listen? Or is he? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. All right, Danny. We'll we'll get another Adam Sandler rank. Mm-hmm. So you go. That has been week thirteen and fourteen of. How did you find the? Did you look up something that was exactly fourteen of all of those? I honestly long, yeah. didn't. It was, so I got to, I actually started at the top and got to um, that Japanese swimmer dude. And I was like, oh, that would be hilarious if I tied in Tokyo Drift because we've been doing Fast and Furious all the time. And I saw that Tokyo Drift came out 2016 and I'm like, that was about 14 years ago. And so I was going to say like 14 years and I was just like, what if it happened to be 14? And I just was like, and I went to this website, I'll send you the screenshot where you can plug in the starting date plus and it gives you a, a a box for every unit of time so i plugged in 14 14 14 14 14 14 and it was december 7th 2021 i was like what so there you go just that totally luck incredible it is it is i'll uh we could post it on the uh on the rookie show account please do please do traffic. okay that has been the episode of the coin toss oh, well done no thank you Heat yet again. Okay, Coin, kind of buried the lead here real quick. This is 
episode number 100 of the rookie show oh over 10,000 downloads thank you all i need to post i was going to post a screenshot of the certification of our 10,000th download that's true and that was only after like yeah 98 episodes so as you pointed out over a hunch over a hundred so so i'm sure all a hundred of you are listening right now and we appreciate you Um, you guys are in fact fam because we've reached this unbelievable milestone of 100 sods i just figured we'd give a couple quick thank you speeches and accept our award with grace sound good to you would you like me to go first or would you like to go yeah go for it all right all right i got a a few things um first i'd like to thank mac roche and jt linder former qb1s also former qb2s at carroll college for really getting the band together i mean let's be honest we were friends before they started dragging us into their skits but for those that don't know we played sorry we were on the football team at carroll college well done Uh, basically our role on the team was every friday before game day we had to come up with a skit it was a responsibility of the backup quarterback and uh that was where our creative juices really got flowing so shouts to those guys for spearheading a movement shouts to mac and jt well done guys lynn daddy uh number two i'd like to thank drew carey the host of not only the price is right r.i.p bob barker Mm -hmm. but the former host of whose line is it anyway one of my favorite shows growing up and i just want to give him credit for my incredible improv skills which really is what makes this uh, podcast go correct correct thank you drew and lastly i would like to thank a pair of nfl kickers Stephen Hauschka and Chandler Catanzaro. On October 23rd, 2016, the Seahawks and Cardinals played, and I was watching the game, and in the first quarter, it felt a little funky. So I bet $1 that the game would end in a tie at 250 to 1 odds. Uh, Both of these kickers missed a short field goal in overtime, and I, in fact, won $250 on a $1 bet. Now, you might say, Travis, why didn't you bet more? You could have been fucking rich. And to that, I say, fuck you. But thank you to Stephen and Chandler, who I'm sure that's what Stephen Chan (laughs) or Van and Dler, some people call them. They're teammates. Here we go, Fen. Here we go, Van Dler. Dler. (laughs) I also would like to mention while we're talking about football players' names, the one I sent to you, there's a dude who goes by Kool-Aid on Alabama, Mm -hmm. but his real name is Gaquincy, which is probably better than Kool-Aid. Guh is just great. It's a initial, considerably worse than D. It is worse. Or duh. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. And uh, shouts to all those people. You've been limitless inspirations on this Mm. show. Uh Uh, I'm going to give our my first award. Yeah. And I would like to thank um, Quinn Mahoney. To the surprise of nobody, Mm. I mean, just constant interaction with the podcast. Of course, the runner of the Rookie Show Beers accounts. and ta- constantly just tossing us some ideas, you know. Mm-hmm. Shouts to you. Val You're uh, more influential in the pod. Yeah. It's very, uh, very appreciated. Doesn't go unnoticed. Yep. Uh, second, I would like to thank the Atlanta Falcons. Mm. Um, without the constant pain and hurt of a, of a professional sports team, I don't know how much I would care. Like, if I was just a fan of the Patriots, I don't think I'd care enough to start a podcast to bitch about how much they've hurt me over the years because I couldn't. You we know? talked about that. 
It's just you need yeah. the pain to really you make the, the, pain. Mo- the good moments good. Bingo. And lastly, I would like to thank the Sumerians who, as Google just told me, is the first solid proof of beer production comes from the period of the Sumerians around 4,000 before Christ existed. Without the Sumerians inventing beer, we would not have beers to drink on this show. Shout out Sumerians. I've long said that the basis for the show is the Sumerians. Yep. And Drew Carey. Yes. Um, shout Sumerians. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I don't think if, if they hadn't come up with beer, nobody would have. No. It wouldn't have Honestly, been. no. We just were drinking potato vodka for the rest of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> and cat piss. Mm-hmm. I still do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's for the taste, though. Okay. Thank you to all the listeners for uh, supporting us in our huge milestone. We appreciate you. And to our sponsors. I wish I had a yeah. sponsor. We should have done a sponsor. We'll do sponsors. Yeah. Oh, damn it. <laughs> we got a sponsor read next week. Sponsored by Bush Bavarian. If you're going to drink a beer, <laughs> might as well make it Bush Bavarian. All right. <laughs> all right it is time in honor of the 100 episodes coined that a splendid idea we want to talk about chunks of 100 years yep so we will be drafting the best centuries yep that's it that's it i tried to ask you like what that meant you said i'm not telling you i said less than zero uh less than zero what did, what did i say criteria criteria thank you yeah all right so we just have to decide who goes first then i guess yep all right uh what should we do to decide how about we flip what uh, uh coin coin call in the air and all tails never fails it is tails wow. on the 100th episode. You got it right. I wish that we had been tracking this. <laughs> you have to be under 500. Like, well, oh, definitely. 500. Yeah, it's been a yeah. lot of heads, a lot of heads, yeah. especially re- recently. Perhaps the, somebody who got a shout out today could create a rookie show coin flip spelled C O Y N E. Yep. Not to be confused with the coin toss. No, of course not. Two very different tracking. things. And then it's just mm-hmm. heads or tails. It'd be the worst. Mahoney, I know you have nothing to do. Just I don't do know it. how many how many followers does Rookie Show Beers account have? Is it three? Uh, like thirty. Is it thirty? No, yeah. not that thirty. No, no, like fifteen. I love Rookie Show Beers account. It's great. It really makes me happy. Great account. All right, I will go first. My okay. first pick, bit of a sleeper. I'm gonna go with one million nine hundred ninety-seven thousand nine hundreds BC. Okay. Perfect. Here's my reasoning. About 2 million years ago, the first humans emerged in Africa. Homo habilis, or okay. which translates loosely to handyman. Um, ah. It would be sweet to be just like the first humans on Earth. The first like kind of cognizant beings of your surroundings. That'd be pretty sweet. Nobody has an agenda to talk about. By the way, I kind of went when I'd like to live in general. Yes. Yes, of course. Yes. No, for sure. Um, so notable event about 2 million years ago, uh, there are claims for the earliest definitive evidence of the control of fire by a member of the mm. homos because it's not homo sapiens. It's a different. No. Homo. So yeah. discovery of fire, approximately 1,997,900 BC. 
of course, shout out to Prometheus as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fire. Thank yeah. you, Prometheus. Meath. Meathy. <laughs> Zendaya is Meathy. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> meathy. Okay. Great pick, Noel. I will be taking, I have a feeling this is on your list. I'm really excited to take it. I will be taking the 31st century. This no. is the uh, 3000 to, uh, you know, 3099. Okay. Uh, which is, of course, uh, denoted in the song by great philosophers of our time, the Jonas Brothers. Oh. Not much has changed, but they lived underwater. And I just think it would be awesome, awesome to live underwater. Also, their great, great, great granddaughter is doing fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic pick. I'm really bummed I didn't think of that. Yeah. Um, that album, I think, went multi-platinum. I'm not surprised by that. I believe whatsoever. it did. Yeah, I think that's a line in the song. Uh, what was the what was the neighbor's name? Uh, Greg or something? No, no, no. Anyway, over after school. That one. Man, man, man. All right, yeah. my next pick. I will be going with the. I guess you did a better job of labeling them. So it would be the 17th century. Damn it! 1600s. Oh, you wanted that one. Fuck huh? yes. All right. Um, here's my reasoning. 1607 was when Jamestown was established, which is the first permanent okay. English colony in America. So you're essentially the first Americans, even mm-hmm. though America wasn't then a country for another 150 years. Um, it'd just be pretty dope to be the first people in America, too. Granted, first white European people. Correct. Shouts to the natives. Um, but that would be pretty sweet. A notable thing from the 17th century. In 1620, a Dutchman by the name of Cornelius Dribble built the world, world's first working prototype of the submarine. So there you go. Uh, that is a fun fact. I like that. I was going to draft it because it is the peak of pirate age, which would have been pretty mm, sick. Probably better. 1650 reason. to 1720 is like peak pirate age. Blackbeard, okay. born in 1680. Fun fact. He's a real guy? Yeah. Okay. Edward. Scissorhands. Treach. Teach. Ed, Edward Teach. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Good pick, Noel. Thank I like you. that pick. Um, for my next pick, I will be taking Centuries by Fallout Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I'm more pissed at this one because it is, in fact, on my list. I've had it. Yes. So. Oh, I was worried you were going to take it first, but then you said, like, for sure, you're like, years of 100-year periods. And I was like, uh-huh. Right. <laughs> that's exactly what i was drafting <laughs> right. right okay um yeah so centuries by fallout boy a huge last year last few years in the college football scene obviously right of course. um and then just anything associated with fallout boy i'll be taking from yeah we're big fallout boy guys yeah. uh yeah a lot of commercials and shit that mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. all i made it on it's probably like my 10th favorite <laughs> fallout boy song but it's good it's a good it's joke. up there it's a good song fantastic pick i think it was about fifth on my board thought i might sneak it by mm-hmm. all right I'm going to go with a heavy favorite here with my third pick. I'm going to go with the 1900s, the 20th century. Yeah, that's a good pick. Um, we'll get serious here for a second. Obviously, progress in society happens exponentially. So whatever the most current century is going to have kind of the most progress from start to finish. But, like, it's insane to think about how much the world changed from 1900 to 2000. Like, in 1900s, 
cars like had just been invented. Like for the Model T was like five years later. And then in 2000, like there's the internet. So imagine trying to explain to somebody in 1900 what the internet They invented was. cars in 1900s. And then all of a sudden they're like 1970. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go to the moon. Yeah. Oh, going to the moon. It's insane. Yeah. Makes no sense. Yeah. But uh, 1969, yeah. if anybody's going to dox me here. Well, I think of it from the uh, Even Stevens episode, the musical one. You remember that one? Mm-hmm. They went to the moon in 1969. Not mm-hmm. 19. Okay, anyway. Notable uh, occurrence. I, I did my first three picks in order for a reason, and this is what it culminated in. When they look back in the annals of history, did that yes. on purpose. People are going to be talking about three things. Discovery of fire, invention of the submarine, Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl. Yep. So that is why I went with the discovery of fire first, invention of submarine second. And in 1976, the Flint Tropics entered the final game of the season against the Spurs in fifth place behind Clarence Withers, a.k.a. Downtown Funky Stuff Malone, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Sugar Dunkerton, a.k.a. Coffee Black. And the invention of the alley, oop. The Tropics pulled out a win on a buzzer beater by Ed Monix. That happened in the 20th century. It's a phenomenal pick. Of course, the age of invention, but none greater than the Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl. I'd say that. And Jackie Moon writing the song Love Me Sexy. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, his mom wrote it. So That's true. Yeah, That's true. Okay. What do you got? Good pick, Noel. Uh, all right. For my next pick, <clears throat> I wish I had more like you did right there. I'm going to be picking the century 3300 to 3200 BC. Mm. This is the year that toilets were invented with drains. I would love to have been there the first time somebody was able to take a shit and been like, it doesn't even smell that bad in here anymore. (laughs) Like that must have been revolutionary. That is actually fascinating and hilarious concept that like, so who is is the person who invented a toilet with a drain the guy that gets credited with inventing the toilet? Because if no, the guy- it has to be like, but it's not even necessarily plumbing because plumbing is like all water-ish stuff. So it's right. just like specifically like toilet platform waste going away. Because it kind of no. seems like whoever did that first should get all the credit because the toilet guy just invented a bowl yep. that you shouldn't. It's not a good, and you know, yeah. if it doesn't, not go even anywhere. that good, like, arguably arguably worse than shitting outside yeah just in a hole where you could like bury it now you have to like do something yeah yeah exactly we should boycott that boycott toilets all right uh i'm gonna take first century ad i'm gonna take zero to 100 feels like a pretty important time considering all of mankind agreed to just start the clock at zero. Yeah. We all agree that it's 20. Weird choice. Like, Weird choice. Yeah. It's like it really discredits everything that happened before that. Yeah. It's like everything else sucked. So something important must have happened in zero. Guy named Jesus apparently lived. And mm-hmm. I'd like to know what his, what his deal was. Right. So just kind of get out with Jesus. Feel of it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure everybody agrees that Jesus existed, whether or not he was. A- well, no. Technically, oh. zero would be AD. So, what did, did I say BC? 
No, no, no. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you take zero to 100, you're not getting to meet Jesus. Oh, you're Cause saying because zero AD starts stands for at after death. death. Yeah, after death. Yeah. So is, is the period, is that, is that actually what it is? It's so the period before Christ was alive, and after died. Yeah. It's just there, they don't count the You know what? That's, it feels like a bit of a misnomer because of the, the before Christ and after died. Is there just this gap in I there? Mean, like, PC Jesus and lived? Does it actually stand for that? That's what us Americans decided to mm. BC. It's like there's like Italian words or uh, Latin words or something. Let's, Let's see. see. BC versus AD. Well, now it's like BCE, right? Yeah, before yeah. Anno Domini and BC. Uh, I guess BC maybe does mean before Christ, but AD stands for Anno Domini in the year of the Lord. So AD before Christ. AD is the year that he was born, according to the thing I just looked up. That doesn't make any sense. That's because after death is bullshit. There you go. Incorrectly concluded that AD means after death. Ah, okay. Oh, I get it. I get Jesus's life. Oh, so yeah, that's what it was saying. Ad, Adnum dominate whatever was like in the year of our Lord. So that makes sense. So zero would be birth to go. People birth do say go, though that Christmas is bullshit and that Jesus was born in like March. I'm probably that's, true. That's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all holidays are made up. So yeah, they're bullshit. Okay. What do you got? Good pick, Uh Let's see. Wait, how many have we done? Is that four? Three. That was four for you. Three. For okay, me. got it. All right. I will take Roman centuries. So the Roman army at its yes. largest, there may have been around half a million soldiers. Uh, to keep such a large number of men in order, it was divided into groups called legions. Mm. Each legion had between 4,000 and 6,000 soldiers, and a legion was further divided into groups of 80 men called sentries. They also got to wear those sick-ass hats with the mohawks. Mm. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what time period that was? Is this just ancient Rome? Let's see. Because interestingly yeah. enough, I think I may be taking... The time period in which your centuries, I'll take the century of your centuries for my next pick. So Roman Empire, it says kind of six, yeah, 500-ish BC. Yeah. So I'll be taking, BC. I'm going to take, so if you go backwards, so if I want like, let's see, 699 to 600 BC, is that the, yeah. that would be the seventh century BC? Is that, do people say it that way? It would make sense, though, right? All right, we'll say it that way. I'm going to okay. take 7th century BC, basically the time of both ancient Rome and ancient, ancient Greece, because those are just cool times. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of a lot to say about it. No, that's I mean, cool I, I get it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay, that's my fit. That's my last pick. So I only got three left on my list. I was thinking about taking the century tournament of champions, but it's spelled differently, so it felt a little cheap. cheap. <laughs> okay. Um, I will take the fifth century, Noel. The fifth, okay. And that is the period around Attila the Hun, mm. when this barbarian amassed the greatest empire basically ever seen in like a 20-year period by just ravaging villages all across northern Asia and eastern Europe. Absolutely insane. 
expansion like it has never been seen before. I think he'd been pretty hype, probably pretty fun to party with. <laughs> You've taken that century where people were just slaughtered with no yeah, mercy. I mean, just with listen, the hope. Do you get to pick as a guy, who you are? Or you just I, think you're cool? Enough? Yeah, I get to pick. I get to pick where I'm landing. Like okay. This is this is a time machine scenario where you're I get to go wherever I want to be and kind of finagle my way in. Um, people like to think, or I, I probably more often than not, side of the underdog or you know the away team when we're ever at stadiums. This is a situation where I would, in fact, not be with the underdog against Attila. <laughs> I would say throughout the entire course of history up to like maybe the Revolutionary War, I'm siding with the favorites. I'm siding with the big guys. Not many underdogs winning. I'm just trying to win and survive. I mean, you've seen Braveheart. They got crushed. They got killed. 300, they got killed. Yeah. Destroyed. Nice try, Gerard Butler. Yeah, you dumb Scottish prick. <laughs> He's Scottish, right? All right. Uh, so that's our lists on mention list. time, of course. I got um, the only one on my top five I did not get was Centuries by Fallout Boy. So mm. good pick by you. Thank you. Um, I had the 2100s. So I guess that would be the 22nd century. 22nd yeah. century. Um, just because my grandkids are going to be around. They're going to be cool as fuck. They're basically going to be running shit by that. They're going to be awesome like me that's fair yeah good picks okay uh I, the only one i really wanted to mention was probably this century it's pretty good right now we've got it pretty easy um we got iphones and stuff and i can sit on my couch and watch red zone and that wasn't around before never been easier to be alive yep. Yep. people complain all you want no you're done this is the easy uber time. eats it's a good strategy whoa uber eats yeah. is good try explain that to somebody try explaining that to a till behind um my other on men she was a 1700s because according to a play i just watched a couple weeks ago everyone just kind of like sang and danced all the time yeah like they didn't talk and Correct. everyone um like all the politicians were black incredible time seems like we've yeah. rest a little bit george washington uh thomas yeah. jefferson just all black mm-hmm. so makes sense incredible points all right that has been the centuries draft. Yeah, let us know if we missed any centuries. Yeah, I don't think I think we hit them all. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, coin. It is time for week fourteen of the bookie show. The bookie show. Coin and Noel both going a sad two and three last yeah. week. Sadly, um, coin, you are now two games under five hundred twenty nine thirty one. Still up one hundred and eighty five bucks. I am. 27 34 and one down 141 bucks um but the bright spot is back on our streak for hashtag teaser night football got the win with the cowboys over the saints um this week we've got the steelers plus three at the minnesota vikings when who do you like oh sorry over under is 47 and a half uh sorry i apologize it is not i might have just given away my pick it is uh, 41 and a half. Is that right? Yeah, I had 42. That's fine. Okay. I had 41 and a half. Okay. I was reading the wrong Well, number. I'm glad that we're both going the same <laughs> direction. So, uh, <clears throat> I – primetime Kirky oh, is wait. a bad thing. We're right? not, though. I actually fucked that up totally. Anyway. All oh, right. Did you? Continue. Continue. Okay. Well, primetime Kirky, uh, not a great record. 
And I think the Steelers can kind of just do some stuff sometimes. So yeah. I would actually prefer having the Steelers plus nine. And I'm going to go under 48. Yeah, sorry. I, um, I, don't, I totally just – I think I mistyped it. So I actually have 43 and a half is actually the over-under. I okay. I, okay, it was, it was 43 then. Maybe I had it. Okay. So I totally agree I we got to go half, Steelers plus nine. But I was leaning over 37 and a half just because it seemed like a really low number. But I'm not super um, – Super positive either way. We've basically bet over like 10 weeks in a row, but yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, that's not necessarily good or bad. I, I really am feeling the under here. All right. All right. Let's go with the under. Let's take it. Okay. So, what are we? Cool. We're under 40. I, I'm giving us 49 and a half. That's perfect. That's what I'm seeing. Okay. There you have it. When you, and when you're taking the, uh, the plus a bunch of points, I feel like the under is nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Just feels like it. Okay, give me your first pick of week 14. First pick, Dole. Lost last week. I'm right back to it. Mm-hmm. I will be taking the Bills plus three and a half against the Buccaneers. Wow. Okay. In Tampa Bay. Right back on the horse. The Bucs are a good team. Um, I don't think they actually have that good of a – oh, they do have a good run defense. Their pass defense is quite bad. They have bad corners. Everybody's hurt. Safeties are a little lacking. Their pass rush is okay. But what kills the Bills is when they're forced to kind of run and slow it down, and I think it's a team you can get big plays against. Mm. Um, so I, I really like the Bills here, plus three and a half. It's funny that uh, on last week's bye, we were both consensus on the Bills, and then there was the, the crazy win game last night. Um, and I was saying how this is the definitive proof if the Patriots are good or not. Yeah, I still don't buy it. No, not at all. Your quarterback threw three passes and hated it. Number one seed. Uh, That's right. Um, I will be taking – I'll be going with a teaser. I hit a nice big teaser this last weekend, so I'm going to say – Nice. Good for you. Seven-pointer. I'm going Packers minus five-and-a-half against the Bears. Chargers minus three-and-a-half against the Giants. And Seahawks minus half a point against Houston. That is plus 120. Packers are going to spank the Bears on Sunday night. Sunday night football. Giants are starting Jake Fromm, apparently, against the Chargers. So, mm-hmm. Jake Fromm, Chargers, I gave them one last chance, and they came through on my on my Toto pick. So, Love I'll it. keep riding them. And then a bit of my faith has been restored in Russ. He was fine last week and got the win over Sam Ryan. Mm-hmm. So, I think he can beat Davis Mills. I like that. Yeah. Good, good bet. Yeah. That coincides perfectly with my next pick, which is a parlay. I will be parlaying the Packers, money line. The Chargers money line and the Chiefs money line, as well as under 42 in the Lions Broncos game, which is plus 225. Nice. Packers are playing the Bears. Bears are not good. Packs are hot. Yeah. I like what the Chargers are doing, like you just said, playing Jake Fromm. And I think that the Raiders at this point are really just kind of reeling, and the Chiefs are finally starting to look like the Chiefs and the real thing with them. Mahomes still doesn't look right. I wouldn't say he looks good at all in that Broncos game. Uh-uh. Uh, but their defense is playing well, and it feels like this Raiders team without um, rugs is really just kind of missing something. Like uh-huh. they don't have any – it's like a team – You kind of some teams really need a Deshaun Jackson-type player to take the top off and like open up everything in the middle. 
and the Raiders just don't have it. And the, uh, that's after. actually really funny that you just said they don't have a Deshaun Jackson type player. When oh, they, they do have Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. That's really funny. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> but he's not Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, he's not. Anyway. Right. right. Um, and then Lions Broncos. I mean, I have no good things to say about it. These teams. Yeah, they stink. Although, nice yeah. win by the Lions last week. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I like the Chiefs. Uh, suddenly. Them running the table isn't so far fetched. No, no. To get to my over twelve and a half. Is your bet alive? It is alive. They got to they got to run the table, but they. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't hate it. Okay. My second pick, over forty eight and a half in the 49ers Bengals game. Um, mm. Just looking back at the scores of these two teams' games, and just seem to be a lot of points. Bengals. <laughs> Either Bengals either score 40 or give up 40. They just like alternate weeks. And then <clears throat> San Francisco's offense has been clicking lately. They got the running game, game going. Grapple has been all right. So 48 and a half is not too many. Under 50. Okay. I like it. I'm good with it. Yeah. My next one. Prop bet. Dak Prescott and Antonio Gibson. Combined passing and rushing yards over 359.5. Mm, okay. Gibson is getting at least 25 carries a game at this point. Yeah. And sadly, he's rushing for like, what, 2.8 yards a carry? I don't know. But regardless. Not a good average, yeah. He's getting – it seems he's he's just guaranteed like 80 yards. It seems like what he's going to get. Uh, so, I mean, I think Dak can get 275. Like we're good. That's it. Um, is it even odds? What's odds? What even odds. Gibson is weird, and maybe I'm just super biased, but like I acknowledge that he's not being efficient. But I still, when I still watch him, I still think he's doing well. Like I, I don't. I know, agree. I, I actually agree with you. He and he seems like I actually think I see improvement week to week because he's just he's not an experienced running back. And you'll like, there's been weeks earlier in the year where I'm like, you're just missing your, your cuts, you're missing your holes. Mm-hmm. And then it seems like he's been seeing it better the last couple of weeks still ends up with hundred yards on 28 carries, but I don't know. I think he's good still. I don't, I don't get, fr- usually you get frustrated when your guys get three yards pop. It, it, it does seem like he misses, he misses a lot of the ones that should be 15 yard runs and they end up being <clears> five yard runs. Yeah. But as far as there's a lot of holes, there's a few holes in your line still, like you run well, but it feels like he does enough to like blow up somebody and make what could have been like a three yard loss, like a one yard loss or like a one yard gain or something like that. Yeah. He's got surprisingly good, like balance and power for a guy that Mm -hmm. played receiver in college. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm probably in, I've been in on all these props with you. So just throw me down. Might as well. Cool. All right. Um, I've also got a prop for pick number three. I think you're going to like it a lot. Kirk Cousins over 0.5 interceptions thrown plus 130. Ooh. Believe it or not, Kirk Cousins, as I mentioned to you before, leads the league with the fewest interceptions with three in the entire yeah. league. But he's good throwing. Feelings out. Steelers D's been rounding out. So he'll throw one. Sucks on prime okay. time. I'm interested. I'll have to think about it. You never know with Kirky. Sure. Okay. Finally, it is time for our Toto Toto with the Wizards of Odds. Toto? I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. 
We're off to see the wizards. All right. Uh, Coin uh, finally lost a Toto bet. Uh, he tried to share his magic with the 10-point underdog Broncos. Um, I did I get say win. that game was closer than the score indicated. Fair enough. I feel like I didn't watch any of that game, so I, I can't attest yeah. to it. It wasn't good. <laughs> not good. Um, it is now six to three. Not not over yet. We got what do we have? How many more weeks we got? Five, four more? Four, five, five, six, seven, eight, five weeks. Six weeks. Five, five weeks. weeks. Five. You were eight and four straight up, nine and three against the spread. I am Oz, the great and powerful. I am five, six, and one. One win away from 500 uh, straight up and seven, five against the spread. Who's picks first? I don't know. Me. Here's Noel. All right, here you go. Last week, I gave the Chargers one last chance, and they pulled through. This week, I will be giving the Atlanta Falcons one last chance. Is that who you wanted? Yeah, it is. I really hate – They're going to win. I'm very confident. I hate the underdog slate this week. It's not Uh, good. They are plus two and a half. I've I've got them at plus 115, which isn't fantastic, but – I've got plus one thirty. I've got plus one thirty on mine. Are you gonna give me plus one thirty? Is that what you're trying to yeah, tell I'll me? Give me plus one thirty. Oh, give me. Well, I mean, the odds don't matter. It's the points, anyways. Well, true. I'm. I. I'll plug it in at plus one thirty on the tracker. So when if I make money, I'll yeah, make that. Well, anyway, too. that's true. Um, I just think the headlines because the Panthers just quietly fired Joe Brady, offensive coordinator, and I feel yep. like the headlines coming out of the game are gonna be like, well, I guess Joe Brady wasn't the problem because Cam Newton mm-hmm. sucked and they're going to lose. So. Weren't expecting uh, Yeah, I, I like to pick a lot. It's division game. The Panthers won in Atlanta. No Chris McCaffrey. This team's got some issues. Yeah. I really don't think I want to take Bill's money line. I like that that's three and a half. Um, got, oh, yeah, it is three and a half. I was looking maybe Monday night. I don't know if she's on that now. It's considering that as well. I really I don't know if the Rams are good. The rest of the games are hard, especially the division games. Like attempted <laughs> really to take Baltimore. I'm really considering Jets. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I don't hate that at all. I considered it. Yeah, you know what? I'll do it. I'll take the Jets. Jets. What do you have at five? Yeah, plus five, plus one ninety. That's exactly what I've got. All right. Okay. The hope is that Taysom Hill can't throw, which he can't. So, Zach Wilson's been a little better since he's been back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, that has been Toto Picks, and that is another episode of The Bookie Show. The Bookie Show. What uh, time is it now? It is 10.33. That's right. That's right, everybody. It is time for Stumptown, the weekly show where Coin and Noel try to stump each other. And this week, it is my turn as Coin and your turn as Noel to try to be stumped. (laughs) That's our turn. Our turn. Sorry. My turn to try to stump you. Yeah. Coin stump Noel. No, Steph Curry is currently 15 threes behind Ray Allen for the all-time three-pointers made record, which stands at 2,973. 
Steph is averaging 5.5 threes per game, which is an absolutely torrid pace mm. and easily the NBA record. In 2015-16, when Steph set the record of 402 three-pointers made, breaking the previous record, which he held by 116 threes, he averaged 5.1 per game. For his career, Curry is at 3.8 threes made per game with a 43.2 three-point percentage. In NBA history, there are only 25 players who have averaged over two or two or more made threes per game. All but six are currently on NBA rosters. So besides Curry, of the 18 players, name 10. Players who average over two made threes a game in their career. Yep. Going to go with my guy, Buddy Hales. That is correct. Number two in made threes per game, all time. Three per game. 40.2 three-point percentage. My absolute guy. He, he is three makes per game? Three makes per game. Wow. Wait, is Curry one? Yeah, 3.8. Oh, oh three. okay. Sorry. Yeah. You probably said that. All right. Considerable margin. Nice. I got second guy down on the list. Okay. Um, let's go with – how about Joe Harris? A great pick, Noel. Joe Harris is uh, – 12th on this list of 18. Okay. So, not bad. Okay. How about... Now that I'm looking at this list, that might have been too many. Let's go eight. I have to get eight? Okay. Yeah. Let's try Seth Curry. Sadly, no. Seth Curry is not on this list. Okay. Fair enough. I can can check what he's at for you. Let's go with Clay Thompson. Yes. Great pick, Noel. Uh, fourth on the list is Clay Thompson at 2.9 made threes per game with a career 41.9 three-point percentage. How about Trey Young? Trey Young is not on this hey, list. Okay. Seems wrong, though. I might have to do some fact-checking. Is it like uh, he hasn't played long enough or something to, make, mm. uh, to qualify? Qualify? qualify maybe maybe it's like at least 400 games played or something like that okay, okay. that's what everybody else on here has so yeah sorry i should i won't even count you with a strike there i appreciate that thank you thank you harden that is correct Noel, number five on the list james harden at 2.8 made threes per game and confirming that trey young is over uh two makes a game but i don't think he's logged enough games Um, Damian Lillard. That is correct. Number three on the list is Damian Lillard. Three made threes per game in his career. LeBron. <laughs> Not remotely close, I don't think. <laughs> um. All right. Last guess. You think LeBron averages one made three per game? I don't know. Yeah, I believe like one point two. Yeah, but is that one point? Maybe one point five or something. It is one point five. Okay. My last pick, because it'll probably be wrong, is Chris Paul. That is incorrect, Noel. I apologize. Uh, this may have been a little harder than I thought it was going to be. Of the active players, uh, you may have heard of Kyrie Irving. Okay. 
was averaging 2.2 made threes per game. Paul George. I thought you said active. <laughs> Just kidding. On NBA rosters. I wouldn't have uh, got Paul George. Okay. Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, CJ McCollum is also on here. What? Really? Yeah, 2.3. shooting threes. That's crazy. Yeah. He's always been shooting. Okay. All right. Uh, Kemba, 2.3 wow. per game. Okay. Uh, Bradley, Bradley Beal. I actually, I thought of Bradley Beal. I should have guessed. 2.2. The rest of them are pretty hard. Um, okay. Let's go. Eric Gordon. I'm shocked by this one. Robert Covington. Mm, Never wow. down there. Yeah. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Mm. Zach Levine. Mm. Uh, Wes Matthews. Bohan. Bohan Bogdanovich. Uh, Danilo. And Devin Booker. Gosh, see, I guess I... That surprises me. Booker, Kemba, guys that I just think of shooting. Like I don't think range. of. I don't think of Booker as a three point shooter. I would have never guessed that either. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was uh, sorry. No, I actually, tough one. I actually felt. I felt like you were going to read the names, and I was going to be like, "Oh," but I felt like. Uh, I don't know. I just wasn't going to get there. I'm just an idiot. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. Might have been a little too tough. That's all right. Nice work, Coin. That has been another episode of the Rookie Show. No, rookie show. Uh, where can they follow you? You can follow us both at Rookie Show Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Where can yeah. they follow you? Bro? You can follow me at King Coin on both Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at the Cream Filling on Twitter. You can follow me at C Travis Stoll on Instagram. The C, of course, stands for centuries. Nice. Um, okay, that's gonna do it. That'll do it's gonna land. So. Uh, follow boy we're just doing repeats the, the yeah, la- this month, be... but that's all right they're yeah, good repeats fun. ludicrous yep. and follow boy i guess we'll play centuries yeah we have to There's no no um or oh jonas brothers year 3000 play us up jonas okay brothers. play us out oh, here yes. brothers. we maybe have actually played that one too <laughs> <laughs> All right, play that. Uh, pause video. All right, see you, everybody. Peace.
Do it fine. 